Any other questions? That's it. That's it. I think mean, that's it. We are yeah. thankful. Can you guys give Danny a round of applause? Thank you. So guys, you know how this goes. I am, uh, I love to be in front of you guys. I love to talk to you guys, okay? Um, tonight, as I preach to you guys, please understand that the people that I am, the person that I am really preaching to is myself, okay? This has been a really, really hard two weeks, guys, as far as allowing the scripture to speak into my own life. And it's been so draining emotionally that I am so thrilled to be in front of you guys to express that emotion. Um, so please remember that if I get into it a little bit and I start acting a little funny and I start saying things, please understand guys that I am preaching to you, but I'm also preaching to myself. So um, how was Nate's message? Tell me something good. that was, was awesome yet, uh, this morning. Somebody, somebody tell me. That he was 100% God, but 100% man. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It adds on to his man thing. He, he felt emotions. Yeah, yeah. But he was able to take him without sin. Absolutely. Was he, um, how many times did he sin, though? Like, did, did Nate cover that? No. Zero. He, he, didn't, he didn't sin at all? No. No. What are you talking about? He's perfect. He's 100% God. Exactly. 100% God, 100%. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, if God was not perfect, would that have been a perfect sacrifice? No. 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 I agree with you guys. The topic of today's, tonight's message is Christ, the one and only perfect sacrifice. Okay? I hope that as Nate preached to you guys this morning, you guys saw the perfection of Christ's life, the holiness of his life, the purpose of his life, and how he is the one and only lamb that is without blemish. Okay? Tonight, guys, I'm going to talk to you like you're adults. Okay? And if that's okay, is everybody okay with that? Yeah. Okay? You are going to get, we are going to get extremely graphic. Okay? We are going to get, I'm going to talk to you guys as if you are one of my good friends and we are going to just talk about this. Okay. So there may, may be some things that you're like, wow, that I, I didn't know that happened. I didn't know that this is how it really was. I'm not talking to you guys like you're little kids and that I can't speak to you about this stuff anymore. You guys are at that age where you need to know. You need to know what your sin caused and what it cost to pay for that sin so as we gaze on the board okay and although we have a blurry picture i hope you guys can see what your sin looks like what the implications of your sin did okay I want to talk about first the holiness of God. Okay? Sin means nothing to us, right? We are really good at sin. And sin comes natural to us. It's, not, it's no big deal to us, right? It is a big deal to a holy God. To a perfect God who has a perfect standard. Right? What does that mean for us? 
Romans 3.23 says, We all fall short, or all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Well, what, what does that mean? That means that we just don't match up to God? Well, I know that. I know that I'm nothing compared to God. Or does it mean that I've sinned and I will I have fallen short of what it means to live that perfect life? I have fallen short of whatever I can do to get myself to heaven. Right? There's a standard that a perfect God has. And guys, I'm going to be honest with you. We are not it. We are not it. So before I get any deeper, I want to open us up in prayer. So with all eyes bowed, all eyes bowed, eyes closed, let's pray. Father, the mystery of the cross, Lord, I cannot comprehend the agonies of Calvary. You, the perfect Holy One, crushed your Son, who drank the bitter cup reserved for me, Lord. Your blood has washed away my sin. Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. I was once your enemy. We were once your enemy. And now we are seated at your table. Jesus, thank you. By your perfect sacrifice, I've been brought near to you. Your enemy You've made your friend. Pouring out the riches of your glorious grace, your mercy and your kindness know no end. Lover of my soul, Lord, I want to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> Guys, Can anybody tell me some characteristics of God? Give me some characteristics of God. Eli. That he's omnipotent. Omnipotent. Explain to them what omnipotent means. He's all-powerful. All-powerful. He can do all and control Okay. What else? Come on, guys. Every answer is good in answer. Tell me. Omniscient. Omniscient? Yeah. Tell them what it means. All-knowing. All-knowing. All-powerful. All-knowing. Yes. Perfect. Great. Did you have one? Yep. Did you raise your hand or no? Uh, hope. hope. He's hope. He is absolutely. He's absolutely my hope. 100%. Faithful. Faithful. Forgiveful. Forgive. Forgive. Forgiveness? Forgiving. For, forgiving. Forgiving. <laughs> 100% man, 100% God. Hmm. That's a good one. Good one, guys. So we, yes. Loving. Loving. Desi? Omnipresent. Omnipresent. Everywhere at once. Um, guys, we can talk all day, all day about the love of God, right? We can talk about how he's all powerful, how he's all knowing. We can talk about um, his forgiveness. We can talk about his love. One thing that we never 
Not never, because we do a good job with talking about this, but one thing that a lot of people don't like talking about is his just, is his holiness. Just like when I, when I started, we talked about how God was holy and perfect. He is also just. Can anybody tell me some, the, the, what is a crucifixion? Tell me a crucifixion. Yes. It's when you put to death to be hung on a cross. Yes. Yes. You're hung on a cross in certain ways where you can't breathe without pushing up. Yeah. And okay. And I can't actually, no, I, you give way too good of answers. <laughs> I got to stop you because <laughs> I wasn't thinking anybody was going to say Justin. You said Justin. I was like, oh, God, man. Thank you. Can I read you guys what a Roman crucifixion is? Would you guys like to hear that? I mean, there's a lot of stuff, right? We see Jesus on a cross. What, what does this mean? Right? You guys say, Jesus died for me. Do you understand what happened that day on Calvary? Do you guys understand what the death process looked like for the savior of the world, for God of the, of, the, of the universe. Do you guys understand what that looked like? You can see what it's done, but the science behind what the Romans had perfected, guys, this will break you. This will bring you to your knees in understanding what your sin has done. I was broken this week, weeping, reading the words of what a Roman soldier and what the Romans did to people, let alone Jesus Christ. And you know what? He, they did it for my sake. They did it for me. I'm the one that was nailed in the hands of Jesus and the cross. It was my sin that made him go there. Let me read this to you. It's a little long, but I know that you guys want to hear it. Flogging. Okay? Before Jesus went to the cross, he was flogged. Okay? Flogging is a, uh, a way of whipping. Okay? He was, his hands were bound to the cross, or to a post. He was stripped of his clothes. And the Roman soldiers, who mocked him and hated him already for who he was and who he said, with hatred already built up in his heart, had a whip. And this whip had shards of metal on it and bone. And a lot of the time, it had many different bristles so that it was not only one whip, but it was multiple whips on one whip. So when I swung, not only did I grab one piece of your skin and rip it off, I grabbed multiple pieces of your skin and ripped it off. Okay? Metal 
and bone ripping through the skin. Flogging was a legal preliminary to every Roman execution. And only women and, and Roman senators or soldiers were exempt. The usual instruction in, in the instruments was a short whip with several single or braided leather thongs of variable lengths in which small iron balls or sharp pieces of sh uh, sheep bone were tied at, at the intervals. The man was stripped of his clothes and his hands were tied to an upright post. The back, the buttocks, and the legs were flogged either by two soldiers or one. Two soldiers or one. That means that this guy got so tired from swinging that whip that he said, tag team, let me get a fresh pair of hands in there. And then he started going at it. This isn't like the guy got tired and then the whip started getting weaker towards the end, right? Hey man, my arm's starting to get tired. Your turn. Absolutely, let me get in here. You think these Roman soldiers were little guys like me? These guys worked in the fields. These guys were, these guys were the muscle. These guys were the executioners. This is what these guys live for. You gotta be sick in the head to enjoy whipping somebody to bleed, right? You guys like doing that? You guys like seeing somebody whipped and bleeding? You guys like somebody dying right in front of you? Have you guys ever had somebody die in front of you? Raise your hand. Let me see. Thank God. And I can't wait for you guys to see it. Because you will notice it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And a lot of the time when you see somebody dying, it's because they have cancer. They're laying in a bed. And they're, and they're going out that way. Praise God they're going out that way. Jesus, the guy that you say, I believe in his death, was whipped. He is dying because the skin is literally being ripped off of his, off of his flesh, off of his body. He's bleeding. He's bleeding. Then you know what they did? You guys know what they did? You guys ever had a cut? Who's, you guys have a cut and you put something over it? You put your sock over it? You put a shirt over it without bandaging it? What happens when you take that off? It rips it. I just told you guys that there's multiple, multiple open wounds on his back and on his buttocks and his legs. There's multiple open wounds. They put a robe back on him. They put a robe back on him. They made him carry this 75 to 100 pound cross. They whipped him so bad. He couldn't even make it up the hill to where they were going to kill him. They couldn't even, he couldn't even make it up. They had to hire, they had to get some other guy. Help him. Help him. So they tied this other guy up. Jesus barely being able to walk, let alone carry a crossbeam 
of his cross. They get there. You know what they do? They rip that robe off. They rip it off. The flesh at that point rips open again. Just the little bit of healing that possibly, that possibly could have happened was ripped off again. Then you know what they did? Look guys, then you know what they did? I guarantee you, I guarantee you that cross did not look like that. I guarantee you they did not shave that cross where it had no splinters. I guarantee you that wood did not feel like this. You guys ever touch a piece of wood with maybe bark on it? How rough is that? You guys feel like taking your shirts off and scratching your back up against it? What happens? It'll probably scratch. You might even get it to where it bleeds. What happens with Christ? They strap him down to it. These open wounds, they strap him down to this cross. All these cuts, open wounds, scratching up against what I can only imagine as a tree with splinters and bark. Then they flip the cross over. They lay it down in the dirt. Okay? Your hands are bound so that they can then at that point not only tie you down with rope and then let your let you down to where you hit the back of the floor as if your back already hasn't had enough pain. You hit the floor. You guys like landing on something that's hard? You guys like landing on a piece of wood? What about if I whip you 30, 40 times? Put you on a cross and then threw you on the floor. How would that feel? Then, you guys know what happens next, right? They took these spikes. They took these nails. They drilled it through his wrists. They drilled it through his wrists. They took his feet and drilled it through his feet. A lot of the time in the Roman world, they put a little thing underneath it, okay? A little, uh, it looks like a, a foot stand, okay? And that foot stand, guys, and if you can see me, their legs are like this. That foot stand, okay, when your arms are like this, okay, and you're down, that foot stand was to push you up so that you could breathe. When you're hung like this, okay, and you're spread out, you're suffocating. On the nails that were just driven through his hands and feet, he then... Think about this, guys. He then, you have an open cut. You have something that's sticking through your wrist. You have to now push up on this. And push up on your feet. Just to catch a breath. Just to catch a breath. Guys. Why? You say you believe in the death 
of Christ. You say you're saved because of the death of Christ. The Word of God says even the demons believe in God and tremble. Do you guys know how Christ was put on that cross? Because if you don't know how he was put on that cross, then I would ask yourselves, how do I believe if I don't understand why? If I don't understand why, I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad if I don't understand why Christ's death means nothing to me if I don't understand why Christ was put on the cross. Do you guys get that? He says, if there's anything else that can be done, please take this cup from me the night before, right? You guys remember that part in the, in the, in the, uh, in the story? I got to ask you guys a question, okay? Is Jesus scared here? Is he scared? You think he is? Jesus is not scared. Jesus is not scared of a cross. What he is scared of, he's scared of the pouring out of the wrath of God. There is disciples that have come after him that have been burned at the cross, that have been flipped upside down and burned at the cross. You think Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was scared of a cross? No. He was scared of the pouring out of the wrath of God, the Almighty, the creator of the universe. Guys, it is worse for Christ that he died on this cross. Worse for Christ than anybody else. You know why? Because he knew the Father intimately. Intimately. Do you know the Father intimately? As much as Christ knew the Father intimately? Can you even fathom the relationship that those two had with each other? You guys watch movies? You guys watch TV shows? You see those perfect relationships that don't exist between a father and a son and a mom and a daughter. Where the father loves and cherishes the son and the son loves and cherishes and respects the father. Guys, that's not reality. We are wicked creations. We are evil. I don't love my dad as much as I should. I don't love my dad anywhere near Christ's love for God. But yet Christ stood, hung on that cross. He hung on that cross knowing that his father put him here. Knowing that that love, his father, turned his back. And Jesus cries out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Do you understand? Do you understand why he did that? He had perfect, perfect communion 
with the God of the universe. He had that perfect relationship that you see on a TV. But far greater, because any relationship that we see, any perfect relationship that we see is still flawed. Christ had that perfect relationship with the Father. And the Father poured out His wrath. Jesus felt the full guilt, the full punishment for you. For you. The faster you guys realize that it is your sin that has hung Jesus on the cross, the better you will be. The better you will be. The more broken you will be. The easier it will be for God to use you. Sorry, dude. I spit on you. <laughs> guys, we use sin as it's a part of daily life. We're so comfortable with sin. You guys, you guys can sit and say, man, it's really hard to obey my parents all the time. It's really hard to clean my room. It's really hard to love my sister, right? Understand the cross. Understand that it's hard for you to love your sister? How much harder is it to watch God of the universe watch his son get crucified on a cross for you? How much harder is it for God of the universe to watch his son get whipped for you? And you complain that it's I don't want to clean my room right now. I don't want to obey what my parents are saying right now. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. Put yourself. I know you can't put yourself in your in God's shoes because I can't. But think of the other foot. Think God. How hard it was to watch him. But it wasn't hard. It pleased him. You know why it pleased him? You know why it pleased him? Isaiah 53 talks about how it pleased the father to crush the son. It pleased the father to crush the son? What kind of God is this? A God that loves you. And that desperately wants to have a relationship with you. Who does that? Who does that? I can't imagine crushing any of my kids with pleasure for the sake of you guys. I can't. I can't. And my relationship with my kids is flawed. Let alone God, the creator of the universe, the almighty, the perfect, having a perfect relationship with God, finding pleasure in crushing the sun because of you. He is the lover of your soul. Lover of my soul. 
we say we believe in Christ. I will die for Christ. That's hobbage, garbage, whatever you call it. That's nonsense. That means nothing. Will you live for Christ? Anybody can say they would die for Christ. Will you live for Christ? Will you live for Him? How many times do you get the, the opportunity to die for Christ? Anybody have that opportunity to die for Christ? Really? Today? No? No? Yeah. I didn't either. So am I called to die for Christ? Am I called to live for Him? Romans talks about living for Christ. 1 John talks about living for Christ. Men, women, if you believe in Christ's death and you believe that it was your sin, your sin that hung Him on the cross, then you would be more than willing to live for Christ. I lost my phone, guys. I don't think that's it. That's right here. I want to read you guys this. This is our camp song, guys. The mystery of the cross. I cannot comprehend. Why can I not comprehend it? Because I can't comprehend the relationship that they had. I can't comprehend why God would come down and die for me, a wretched sinner. I can't comprehend why God the Father would give up His only Son, His Son that He has perfect, perfect love and relationships with for me. The man that nailed Him to the cross, the man that took that, thorn, that crown of thorns and pushed it down on him. The man that mocked him and spit on him. I can't comprehend what, how, what happened there. You, the perfect Holy One, crushed your son. You crushed him. Was he crushed bodily? Yes. Was he crushed internally? Yes. who drank the bitter cup reserved for me. Christ. We played that, that, that um, Nick had that great judge um, skit the other day, skit the other night, where the judge came in and said, hey, no, 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 he's mine. I will take the penalty. Jesus. Guys, that is, that is, a, that is a great skit. That is a cute skit when we think about it in the, in, the, in the room of a judge. But that's not what happened. It's a flawed skit. Nick and Nate and Trent and everybody here will tell you that is a flawed skit. That is not what happened. Maybe that's what happened as far as 
what needed to be done as far as God coming in and saying, I'll take the punishment, but that's what happened. It's not him going to jail and sitting in jail for all of life with three meals a day and everything else like that, and a TV and one shower. That's the reality. Who played Jesus the other day? You want, me to, you want to come up here? You want me to beat you like that? If you knew that I was going to take you up and beat you like that, would you have took his place? Probably not. Probably not. You think Jesus was afraid of the cross? No. He's afraid of that separation between him and his father. But me as a man, I'm going to tell you right now, I am deathly afraid of that cross. I am deathly afraid of that whip, of that thorn. I, get, I cry when I'm sick. I cry when I get a thorn in my finger. Let alone whipped with all different kinds of stuff being ripped off my skin. Once your enemy, now seated at your table. Guys, this is heavy. This sucks. Right? This sucks. We've been going up mountains, up mountains, up mountains. And Danny... You show up at 5, 6 o'clock at night, and you take me down. I'm not happy anymore. I don't feel the love of Christ. I feel sorrowful because it was my sin that put him on the cross. Guys, I can't wait for the following messages. Guys... This is a sad story if the story ended there. This is too much to bear if the story ended there. The story doesn't end there. It doesn't. There's a resurrection and an ascension. And guess what? There's a coming again. And there's a party. You guys want to party with Jesus? Yeah. Okay. You know what I want to do? I want to hug him. I want him to meet me at the gate. Can you imagine that hug? How many of you guys know people that have great, great hugs? Great. It's okay. Say it. My mom. My, my dad. Okay. You ever hug a really big guy? You guys ever hug a really big guy? Okay. Just gets in there and just, oh, and just wraps you up. Okay. You ever, you ever shake a really big man's hands and his hand just engulfs your hand and all of a sudden you feel like 
just this little baby. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, hold me, hold me. Wow. You guys ever feel that? Can you imagine? Can you guys imagine the hug that you would get from Jesus? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine what that would feel like? Oh, I, I can't, I can't. My body tingles, I get all light and wooey. Okay? I can't wait for that hug. I was once his enemy. Now I'm seated at his table. Jesus, thank you. By your perfect sacrifice. Guys, we went over the life of Christ yesterday. Okay? And I love Old Testament. I'm a big Old Testament guy. Um, you look at Old Testament times where they sacrificed a lamb. Right? You sacrificed a lamb for, for your sins. For the sins of the people. Okay? You guys know the story behind there's one blemished lamb and one pure lamb? Okay? We've all heard a story like that, right? Do you guys know that you are that blemished lamb? You are that unworthy lamb. You guys cannot even come close to living a perfect life. If you tried to die for Christ, you're not even worthy enough to die. You're that blemished lamb. It was only by Christ's perfect life and perfect death, being that pure lamb, that we can have a relationship with God. Your enemy you've made, or I'm sorry, by your perfect sacrifice, I've been brought near to you. Your enemy you made your friend pouring out the riches of your glorious grace. Your mercy and your kindness know no end. Guys, we're going to get into that part of the song later. Lover of my soul, I want to live for you. Lover of my soul, I want to live for you. Guys, I cannot fathom a God that would give up his son in the manner that Jesus Christ died for me. I cannot imagine anybody giving up their son for me. I am the one that spit, that mocked, that put Jesus on that cross. And I can only imagine that as Christ was getting pierced through the hands and feet, and this is a very selfish thought, very selfish thought, that he was thinking, I love you, Danny. I love you. But God is all-powerful, and I think he was saying that about everybody. I think he was saying, I love you, Tyler. I love you, Jake. I love you. As he's getting his 
the nails driven through his hands. Keegan, I love you. We deserve hell, guys. We deserve hell. And it is by the grace of God, the sacrifice of that perfect lamb, that we are able to be saved. That we are able to have that relationship with God. If you have questions and want to know about where can I read about the crucifixion, Guys, you're going to have to do a study on crucifixion itself. But you can read in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Isaiah, 1 Peter, um, and many other places that talk about the crucifixion of Christ. If you did not realize what Christ or why Christ was put on the cross and are now broken at the fact that it was you. It was because of you. It was because of you. I'm not talking to you all. I'm talking to you. It was because of you that God had to die. Thank God for Christ. God. For God. God saved himself. Or, I'm sorry. God sacrificed God to save us from God. It is not hell where the devil rules. Guys, hell is where, is where God rules. Okay? Don't think that hell is a place without God. Hell is not a place without God. Hell is a place with God and all his wrath being poured out on you. I don't want to be there. Jesus saved me, not from the devil, not from hell, but from God. Jesus saved me from God, the Father, and His wrath, and His just. It was Jesus, God sending Jesus to save us from Himself, from God. I love you guys so much. If this is drawn something different in your life, in your hearts, talk to somebody. Okay? Talk to somebody. Pray with somebody. Don't, let's not say I'll die for Christ. That's like saying if I won the lottery, I'd give you guys $50 million. I'd give you $50 million. We don't have that opportunity. Someday we may have that opportunity. But the Bible calls us to live for Christ. To live for Christ. I love you guys. We are going to go into...
worship. We are going to, um, actually, you know what, dude? I am going to sing this song without a guitar. And we're going to dim the lights so you guys don't see me sing because I'm probably an ugly singer. Um, but um, I want you guys to focus on the words. I want you guys to think about the words. Think about what it was that put us, put Christ on the cross. Okay? We're going to sing this together. We're going to sing this without a guitar. And we're going to sing it loud. Because you know what, guys? I've said this to you over and over again. I don't care about being cool. Okay? And I hope you guys don't either. Because you know what we're put on this earth for? Is it to become the coolest person? No. No. It's to glorify God. To glorify God. And what better way to glorify God right now than to cry out to Him? Lover of my soul. Once an enemy, now seated at your table. I want to live for you. Can you guys do that with me? Can we stand up? Hey, guys, I'm wearing a microphone. Please do not let me be the loudest one, okay? I really do not want to hear my voice on this microphone. Please, guys, if you love God at all, cry out to him. Cry out that he sent his son to die. That gruesome penalty, that gruesome sacrifice for you. Tell him I love you, Jesus, thank you. You guys ready? You know, actually, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep it on beat, but we're going to try this. It's going to go. You ready, guys? The mystery of the cross I cannot comprehend. The agonies of Calvary. You, the perfect Holy One, crushed your Son, who drank the bitter cup for me. Come on, guys, loud. Your blood has washed away my sins. Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, now seated at your table, Jesus, thank you. By your perfect sacrifice, I've been brought near. Your enemy, you made your friend. Pouring out the riches of your glorious grace. Your mercy and your kindness shall know then. Your blood has washed away my sins. Jesus, thank you. The Father's wrath completely satisfied. Jesus, thank you. Once your enemy, now seated at 
the table. Jesus, thank you. Lover of my soul, I want to live for you. Again, lover of my soul, I want to live for you. Again, guys, lover of my soul, I want to live for you. Father God, I am in awe of why you would send your son to die on the cross for me. That perfect sacrifice. The mystery of the cross, Lord, we cannot comprehend. The agonies of Calvary. You, the perfect Holy One, crushed your son who drank the bitter cup reserved for me. Your blood has washed away my sins. Thank you! The Father's wrath completely, completely satisfied. Once your enemy, now seated at your table. By the perfect sacrifice, I've been brought near. Your enemy, you've made your friend. Pouring out the riches of your glorious grace, your mercy and your kindness know no end. Lover of my soul, I want to live for you. Amen.
across. If you didn't notice, my light turned off. So I don't, I can't see my lyrics. So if you notice that I messed up on the lyrics, that's why I messed up on the lyrics. But I might have a cell phone around here that I can use. Oh, it's still Amy's. I don't know who this is, but is Nevertheless, we will keep on singing. It's all good, buddy. I love you, though. Thank you. All right, this song is called Rock of Ages. Again, we are just going to keep on singing about the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to keep on proclaiming it through song. Let these songs not just be empty words that we sing. Who cares what we sound like? My voice is so gone, guys, from games. And who cares? I tried to cheer, and I just went... Heard it. It was embarrassing. <laughs> We're gonna keep on singing. This song is called "Rock of Ages." Cleft for me, let me hide myself in Thee. You guys remember when God's glory passed Moses? Where did Moses go? He hid inside of a rock, right? He hid in the crack of a rock. Because if he saw the glory of God pass before him, he would have died. So God hides him, so he doesn't die. Guys, we have been hidden at the cross. We are hidden in the blood of the spotless Lamb, Jesus Christ. Christ is our rock. He is the rock for all ages. He died once and for all. The rock of ages, cleft in that rock for me. Let me hide myself there in Christ. Right? The water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed. Be of sin of double cure. Save from God's wrath and make me pure. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side be flow. Be of sin the double cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. Sing that again. Rock the pages left for me.
song guys and Danny actually quoted this song he was teaching us tonight he said it was my sin that held him there right he said um, it was remember when he said <laughs> he said it was me that spit at the cross right it was my mocking voice that hung him on the cross that's what we're gonna sing right now like right thank God somebody was poetic and good with the pen gave us a song that proclaims exactly what Danny just taught us that's what the Word of God teaches. And so let's sing it. It is called How Deep the Father's Love. Remember he said he loves you. Not just all of you in a generic, plain sense, but he loves you. And he named you guys by name. God loves us so much. And so let's just sing this song, amaze and ponder about how deep his love is for us. Yeah. 
for your love and thank you so much for sending your son to die on the cross to demonstrate how much you love us God as Danny said earlier we would never go through those lengths to show somebody how much we love him God and it is just uh, it's too hard to fathom and too hard intellectually to comprehend that type of radical love that was poured out on the cross for us you the perfect holy one crushed your son for us thank you so much we thank you that you are a God who is holy, but you are not a God that hoards your holiness, but you share it with us unholy people. And the only way that you shared it was by sending your son Jesus, the perfect God-man. The only one who can stand between a perfect God and a sinful man. And there Jesus stood, hung on a cross to bridge that gap so that your love can come and pierce our hearts your son Jesus Christ will be known throughout all the nations forever and ever and that we bunch of 10, 11, 12, 13 year olds and semi-adults 
in the realm would know you. What a radical, amazing God you are. Just go through those lengths to show how much you love us, Father. It is a privilege to sing to you uh, with everyone tonight, God. And we just ask that you bless our small groups as we dig into conversations. God, let us not be quick to forget the things we have heard. Let us remember them. Let them sink into the depths of our heart. And if there is nobody or somebody here that doesn't know your son's death, when I mean no, I mean saved by it. If they don't understand that the blood of the Lamb was shed for them, I pray that tonight would be that night for them, God. Let them talk to their small group leaders about it. Maybe they've been wrong this whole time about what they thought when they say, Jesus died for my sins. Let them hear it with fresh ears tonight. And let them think about it as they fall asleep tonight. And let them not just be quick to forget what you have taught us through your word. Thank you for your servant, Danny, and for him serving as well. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, guys. You guys can be seated.